Welcome to the Elevated Performance Podcast. We are current physical therapy students dedicated to helping our listeners elevate themselves through school, business, and fitness. Let's level up. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Elevated Performance Podcast. And uh, we got a very special episode. Uh, this episode is uh, strictly dedicated to me saying uh, my brother, my co-host, yep. Tony's last name correctly. This is the whole episode right here. Let's hear it. <laughs> so here we go. So, yeah, I've known my guy for probably going on seven years. Um, never said his last name before in my life. And I said it on a podcast, and I butchered it. I honestly thought there was, like, a bad connection when you said it. And so I just let it slide, and then I listened to the recording later, and I was like, he did a bad job, and I'm going to give him the chance to redeem himself. That was it. Um, so, yeah, here, here's my, uh, my, my apology and uh, my redemption. So um, here we go. So Tony Aluafoto... <laughs> Right. No, Try again. You got, you got it. You got it. Come on. Here we go. Here we Let's go. go. Tony Aluwa Tofahinti. Hey, there we go. Let's killed it. go. You killed it. I love it. All right, but in all seriousness, uh, yeah, we uh, we're still we still remain friends after that. Uh, but in all seriousness, on this episode, we're gonna be talking about um how we got into PT school. So um, let's go ahead and uh, kick it off. Tony, you want to start us? Sure, yeah. Um, so this is uh, Tony Olawatafahinti. Um, that's how you say it. So how I got into PT school. Um, first thing, you got to, you know, you got to get your major, you got to get an undergrad major. It really doesn't matter what you get it in. Um, a lot of people major in history or music science or something random. But what really matters is your, uh, your GPA and then your GPA for your prerequisite classes, right? So that's the biology classes, anatomy classes, physics, the, I can't remember what else there is, medical terminology, all those like prerequisite classes for PT school, you gotta ace those classes. Um, sometimes, so I did major in biology, some classes I didn't get the grades I wanted in. So I actually retook them at a, a community college to boost my GPA for PT school. I think that's a pretty common thing that happens a lot. Another thing you gotta work on is your GRE. Um, so that's a standardized test um, for really just, it's like a general standardized test, but they use it for PT. It's not PT specific. Um, it's similar to like the SAT or ACT. Um, you gotta study for that. You gotta work hard. I did a lot of, I did like, I bought a bunch of flash cards for the vocabulary. And I just studied those while I was working at the uh, IMA, which is our uh, University of Washington's rec center. And I was just flipping through them throughout the day, like trying to learn vocab. I relearned like basic math, like geometry and like things like that. Um, and then the essay writing portion was pretty straightforward for me. Apply early. So a lot of schools have rolling admission. Um, some schools I probably missed out of, out on um, because I didn't take advantage of the rolling admission uh, process. You know, do your research on those schools that you want to go to. Um, make sure you know they have what you want. Some schools are more research heavy, like they incorporate a lot of research within the program. Some schools don't do that. Some schools have a lot of professors or curriculum focused more on 
uh, musculoskeletal stuff, you know, um, hands-on approach, being able to, you know, mob patients, immobilize patients, you know, crack a bag, stuff like that. If that's the world you want to be in, and for schools that offer that kind of stuff more, whereas some schools are going to be more neuro-focused, more uh, inpatient-focused. So definitely do your research on your on the school, and then also the professors that you're that are at that school. Um, so you also want to shadow. So if you're an undergrad right now or post undergrad thinking about PT, shadow a lot and a lot of different settings. So I worked as a, a PT technician at a clinic for about a year and a half before I got into school. And so that's a full-time job. I'm around PTs all, all day. But I also shadowed at a, uh, a skilled nursing facility. I shadowed at the hospital, the um, outpatient within the, one of the hospitals, the inpatient at that hospital. Um, I shadowed working with kids. I did other things, right? So you need to expose yourself to different settings because that outpatient ortho world, which is what most people think about when they think about PT, is like, oh, I sprained my ankle. I'll just go get a referral from my uh, PCP and go to this clinic down the street and get it worked on. There's a lot of different PTs like, you know, PT um, worlds out there, right? There's a lot of different things that PTs do except for that, right? So you wanna make sure you understand that and you understand the um, different aspects of PT in different settings. So you know that you're, so you know what you're getting into. Um, working as an aide or a tech is also extremely great um, experience. One, you're working with people, you're working with the patients, and you're learning PT techniques, PT lingo, you're learning anatomy, you're getting an insight to your future job right then and there. Um, and those are really like the main things. But you also wanna make sure you have something else on your resume that's just something that you love to do and then it's out there, right? You don't wanna just to be just shoehorned into PT. They wanna make sure that you're a full rounded person and you're not just doing all these things because you're supposed to because of PT. Um, that's how I kind of got into school. I also had a great letter of rec, uh, a great letter of recommendation written by a PT I worked with. Um, she actually went to the to the school that I applied to that I ended up getting into University of St. Augustine. Um, and so that plays into it a lot is, you know, having a personal relationship with the person you ask for a letter of rec so it sounds so genuine that they that they actually believe it instead of it being like a cookie cutter letter of recommendation. Um, kill your interviews too. When you get your interview, really do the research on the people that you're potentially going to be interviewed by and show up. It's game day. You got to kick butt and you got to, you know, put in the work. Uh, Chris, how did you, uh, what was your process into getting the PT school? Bro, I just grinded. Nice. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I literally did everything you did, bro. Um, I think rolling emissions is a really important thing. And I think Ryan is a really good person to talk about that topic. Um, so I'll leave that for him. But a lot of definitely a lot of shadowing hours. Um, I know that you two, uh, you, uh, Tony and Ryan, you guys worked as an aide, a tech uh, a lot. And for me, I worked as a tech for maybe 10 minutes um, and then I quit. So you don't necessarily have to be a tech to get your observation hours. and. Um, it might be very controversial, but I would 
recommend people not be a tech because if you're a tech, yeah, you're getting paid to be there and working, but your scope is subjected to just one scope of practice. Like let's say you're in an outpatient clinic working a thousand hours, you're only getting um, outpatient experience. You want to go into different settings. You want to go into inpatient, sniffs, acute, neuro, peds, um, aquatic women's PT. You want to get all these different viewpoints of PTs to see what the profession truly encompasses. And that's why I think um, there's an opportunity cost loss when you're a tech and you should go into these different shadowing sessions, maybe just 40, 50 hours and see what the other side of PT is like. Um, in terms of extracurricular activities, PT is a damn grind. It's too damn hard to get in, but it's definitely very worth it. But I knew this coming into PT and I made a promise to myself that yes, I would do everything I needed to do to get into a accredited PT program, but I also would not lose my individuality, uh, essentially meaning that I would not stop hooping because once I stop hooping that I lose who I am and I refuse to make PT, uh, I, I mean, my career lose who I am as a person. So I think it's really important to still continue to follow your passions and do things that you really enjoy doing. At the same time, just getting it done on and off the court, you have to do get good grades. Obviously, kill the GRE, <laughs> apply early, do your homework, like Tony said, um, going into uh, just researching what schools you want to go to, what schools offer which programs, what school specialize in, specializes in whatever setting you want to practice in. Like, Tony, I know you want to do outpatient ortho, and St. Augustine's a really good school for orthopedics. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's where I started off wanting to do you know now it's changed a little bit but yeah St. Augustine is one of the better schools when it comes to ortho and like MSK and hands-on stuff which is why I wanted to go there so yeah you're right yes sir um and then get, definitely getting that letter of rec um is very important like Tony said you want to have a personal relationship so that is one area that being a tech would be really beneficial because you would have that personal relationship with your uh, lead uh, PT. You would develop that relationship through many hours of working with them and they would write you a kick-ass rec. Um, so I actually wanted to ask you, Tony, about your letters of rec. You had a really kick-ass one from your PT, but what about your professors? Because some schools uh, need that as well. Um, I just, I don't think I applied to any schools that needed a professor. Um, I've never been the kind of student to suck up to a professor just because it just, I feel like it comes up very fake and so I can't do it. Now, granted, there's plenty of people who just enjoy talking to the professor and that's how they develop a professional relationship. And that's great. If you need one, go for it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I was, I was, it was a lot easier for me to go with someone who's a PT that I work with, who I also have a professional, uh, personal and professional relationship with, instead of trying to, to develop a personal um, relationship and push a professional relationship with a professor that I took one or two classes with, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great point. I think that I really lucked out because since I wasn't an aide for too long, it was actually harder for me to find a PT to write my letter of rec, but I really lucked out and got a really good rec from, uh, from a really, uh, strong PT, uh, shout out to Mark from, um, shoot, I don't remember the clinic cause it's been so long performance. Was that it? I don't know. Some clinic in Seattle, shout out to Mark, man, 30 years of experience going strong. The dude's OG bro. Um, but also for 
I, I applied to actually some schools that needed two recs from, uh, I needed two PT recs and two professor recs. So that was crazy. And luck, I, I lucked out because um, even though the University of Washington is a very big public school and some of our class sizes are five, 600 kids, um, I found that actually attending office hours and asking um, good questions, the professors, even though they see so many students, they, re they, they remembered me. He, my organic chemistry professor was like, oh, you're that kid that uh, always went to office hours every week and asked really great questions. So wrote me a kick-ass rec and uh, yeah, that's where I'm in, I am today. Yeah, see, I never went to office hours, like okay. never. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the thing. And then my other professor, I actually TA'd for um, Bio 440 Mycology. So I was a fungal expert and that was awesome. And I got a rec from him. So there you go. Yep. Oh, um, shout out Megan Jones um, in Seattle, ortho PT, wrote my letter rec. Great PT, great person. Yeah. All right, Ryan, your turn, dude. How'd you get into PT school? Well, man, you guys really hit on everything that you really need to do. Um, but I'll just touch on a few things. Um, it was actually a, a really cool uh, situation. Uh, Chris, Tony, myself, and uh, another close friend of ours, Stuart Chin. Shout out Stuart Chin, uh, attending University of St. Augustine. But we were all applying to PT school together. So, like, we really got to grind and like help each other out throughout the whole process. So, you know, like, uh, you know, reading each other's essays and editing and just, you know, late nights in the library grinding, doing GRE work and getting our applications ready. Uh, really just having that like uh, support system, uh, I think really helped and, uh, uh, you know, led us to uh, all of our success. Um, so uh, having, having uh, you know, a team around you that uh, support, you I think is a, a very um, a great thing to have you know if you're lucky enough to have it like uh, like we did um, I think it'll really help you in the future and um, just going off of that um, um, uh, like Chris and Tony both touched on uh, doing your research and not only uh, your research about the school um, uh, if you haven't noticed like you know social media is a big aspect of uh, all of our lives and the, the physical therapy community has a, a pretty big, I would say, like following and uh, like grouping on, you know, Instagram and Facebook. So uh, doing what you can to uh, reach out to people that are uh, already in your position. So, you know, if you, you, you find out somebody who's uh, attending the school you want to go to, just, you know, sliding in their DMs and be like, you know, um, hey, uh, do you have any tips or pointers and all that stuff? It's right at your fingertips. And I personally have had uh, several pre-PTs reach out to me. Um, and I've, you know, I've jumped on zooms with them to just go over, you know, what my success, uh, was getting into PT school. Uh, some of the stuff, you know, that I would avoid. Um, so yeah, I would say, uh, not only doing your research, uh, with the school, but just, uh, reaching out to people. There's a lot of good information and, you know, the people that are in the position that you want to be in are more than willing to help you out. Like, you know, we all, we all, uh, want to see each other eat and do well. So, uh, just reaching out um, and just getting out of your comfort zone. Another resource uh, I think that really helped me um, was I think studentmed.org. Do you guys remember that website? Yeah, I was about to bring that up. It's a student doctor yeah. uh, network. So yeah. you type in Google student doc doctor network physical therapy. Um, yeah, there's like a whole forum. Yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to live on that forum. Like, I would. Same. 
I would research every school on there, see what, you know, the grades of the people or the stats of the people who got in and people who didn't, people who got waitlisted, et cetera. And it does a really good job of giving you a more accurate picture of what you need to get into certain schools. Definitely. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think that that uh, website does have a lot of, um, you know, positive things that uh, you can gain from it. But I do want to uh, just kind of precaution people that are listening, um, you know, who are planning on applying to PT school there. Um, there's not always the most positive, uh, I would say, comments and everything on that. So, you know, if uh, if you're like me, like I graduated with a 2.6 GPA out of out of college, like that's what I what I ended with, which is very low. And you'll hear uh, people saying on that website, you know, pick a different career. You're not getting into PT school with those low of grades. And I would just, you know, uh, I would just caution you to, to you know, uh, believe in yourself and, uh, you know, don't let uh, somebody's comment on, you know, on the, the Internet uh, kind of deflect you from your overall goal. Just know it's possible on proof alone. You know, uh, having low grades is, uh, you know, not a, a death sentence into getting into PT school. Yeah, I mean, they're very cynical, honestly, some of the people on that um, network. Um, similar to you, like, I finished undergrad with, like, a 2.9. Uh, just finished PT school, finished with, like, a 3.47, almost a 3.5. Um, and a lot of people coming out of undergrad wouldn't have expected me to go, to go on to um, go on to PT school, right, based off my grades. And it was a little harder to get into school because of my grades, but then I, you know, I, st- I um, built up my resume with a lot more hours because I was working for full time, full time for a year and a half, um, shadowing opportunities, you know, things like that. So you got to build up your other side of your resume. I killed the GRE. That helped a lot as well. Um, so really, no matter who you are, you can get into a school, a good school. You just have to build to your strengths and go from there. Completely agree, man. Yeah. Uh, like Tony was saying, man, uh, you know, if you're lacking in one category, say you're undergrad grade, you can't go back and retake, you know, uh, you can't redo and get another bachelor's degree. But what you can do is do well on your prereqs if you, you know, you haven't taken them or if you take them already, it didn't do so well. If you retake them, focus on, you know, really standing out and uh, uh, excelling in those aspects and, you know, get a great letter of rec, you know, really uh, when you, you get that uh, a job or you're shadowing at clinics and stuff, really, uh, you know, make it known um, and focus on the things that you can control. So uh, that's one of the, you know, a big uh, thing of advice that I think that can really help people with those lower grades. Um, just focus on what you control. You can't go back and fix the past. So, you know, move forward. Don't let it weigh you down. Um, and then another thing I want to just touch on a little bit, uh, as Chris mentioned, uh, just kind of rolling admission and what, uh, if you don't know what rolling admission is, um, it's, uh, so the university, uh, they have a, like an open date for their application and then they'll have an end date and they accept applications and review them as they come in. So it's not like, you know, the due date is December 15th. As soon as that uh, due date occurs, then they'll start reviewing application. Rolling up a uh, rolling admission means that they're reviewing them as they come in. So the earlier you can get those application in, uh, applications in, the better uh, your chances are, the better uh, everything's going to be for you. And for somebody who's a professional procrastinator, this was actually really difficult for me to do just because I wait till the last minute to do anything. Um, but, you know, the more you can really bog down uh, focus and get those applications in, the better off you're going to be because, you know, 
some of these universities are seeing, you know, thousands and thousands of applicants, you know, they're, they're, they're seeing applications. And um, after a while, I'm not on like a, an admissions committee or anything, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of the applications look the same. We all have the same requirements. We're all, you know, shadowing. We're all, uh, we all took the GRE. So um, even if you have, you know, an outstanding application, if you, you don't turn it in till the very end, they've probably already seen a good portion of those same applications. So um, that's why I would uh, just advise that the sooner you can get those applications in, I think the better off you'll be. And um, yeah, I'm sure you're, uh, all the listeners out there who, who are applying will, uh, will do great. And um, yeah. There are, there are a lot of different ways you can get into school and you can play around with, you know, working on your grades, working on your, um, your hours, your GRE, when you apply, which schools you apply. But at the end of the day, you put in the work, um, you're probably going to get into a school. There's a lot of PT schools out there. You just have to be um, very efficient and exact with how you do your research and what schools you apply to. 100%. And uh, just yet yeah, to, to kind of close it off, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like we're here to, here to help you. So if any of our listeners who are, uh, you know, are applying to PT school and you guys have questions, uh, please shoot us a DM on Instagram, uh, email us. Uh, we'd love to, you know, give, give you any kind of Intel or any information that we might have. And, you know, maybe we're uh, maybe we attended the school that, you know, you want to get into. So uh, reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to love to help. And uh, yeah, maybe we can hop on a zoom and uh, help you guys out or something up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hit us up on you know rtc.performance, which is the podcast Instagram, but you could also hit us up at our um, personal Instagrams as well. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Take care. Wow. Another great episode by the RTC boys. Hit us up on Instagram at rtc.performance. Slide into those DMs. Ask us questions, give us pointers, suggest topics, and we're all, you know, ready to listen. So we'll see you next week and have a good week.